Yo. What's up? What's up? What's Happy up, guys? Friday. Welcome back to Operation Hustle. We're already on episode 18. This is yeah. insane. 18 deep. Yeah. 18 we have episodes. a cool guest today, Justin Good, owner of Redline Design. They wrap cars. And what else do you guys do? I know you do a bunch of other shit, but mainly oh. cars. Uh, we do a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, right now, we got a 42-foot-long RV in the shop. Let's go. That's pretty dope. And yeah. boats, too, right? Boats, yep, RVs, slingshots. slingshots, motorcycles. Yeah. Awesome. I was just going to say probably motorcycles, too. A few of them. Are the motorcycles harder to wrap? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah that intricate detail on those small little pieces. Yep. It's going to be pretty annoying. Uh, so welcome back to the podcast, everybody. It is Friday, 2 p.m., live. It's Liddy. We have another <laughs> entrepreneur in the building. Uh, as we know, it is very hard to be an entrepreneur. Oh yeah. Uh, I have a bunch of questions for this guy. I know he's very successful as what I can see. Um, he's wrapped multiple vehicles of ours and, and done our, uh, I feel like a couple of people I know too. too. Yeah. And he did the decals at the studio. That's right. Uh, inside and outside and it looks amazing. So they do awesome work. If you're local to the Tampa Brandon area, you should check them out. If you're trying to get some like cool shit done on your car or your motorcycle or your boat. Or your house. Your house. Dude. Could you nice. wrap like cabinets? Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because I actually just heard something about that today. Like, I wrap your even, shit. Like, I literally just <laughs> mind blown right now. Like, wrap I didn't everything. Even think about that. You could probably wrap your cabinets. That's sick. And they can look like whatever you want them to look like. Yeah. So if your kitchen looks like trash, call this guy up. He'll wrap your shit and make it look brand new. You know, cover it up. Yeah, we did some pretty <laughs> sick decals. The most recent decal that we did in the gym, and I'm losing my voice. I'm so sorry. Um, but it was like fake brick behind um, one of our machines with yeah, a giant really gorilla, and it was supposed to be like spray paint look looking type, you know, graffiti on the on the brick. And I just had this idea that it would look really cool behind that machine and a perfect placement. Looks really cool. <laughs> yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, also, before we start the show, even though we started already, if you guys are interested in online training, we are doing a Black Friday special right now. Make sure you guys hit us up if you're lacking in the gym and you're not local to us. But if you're local, we're also running an in-person Black Friday special as well. Just make sure you check that out. So I figured I'd plug so that you in there start? real quick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, so I have some questions for my man, Justin. Um my first question would be like, how did you get into this industry and why did you get into the industry? Ooh. Um, I don't know. I, I, a passion for cars. I love yeah. cars. I love art. Nice. Um, I like all the different styles of art from, you know, regular drawing and, you know, digital art, things like that. Um, and then cars itself, the huge array of, of different type of vehicles that there are. Yeah. Um, and this was an opportunity to be able to put art and drawing and creativity to I mean, you basically get to almost vandalize a car practically. Yeah. I mean, you, you're you're putting stickers of whatever you want on top of of top of a vehicle that's sure. going to ride around, and it's something that's so cool because it's representing the person and what they're into and what they like, Definitely. and you know, then you get to have fun and be creative and work on cool cars. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what was like the first job that you ever did, like rap wise, and did you do it with like your mom's hair dryer? Did you have like the professional grade shit? Uh, uh, probably the, the, the coolest thing, the first thing that we did that hit, um, before I even had my company and this is what kind of drove me into my business. Um, I ran into a a neighborhood friend of mine growing up, um, who came to a shop I was working at and, uh, he's like, Hey, I want to, I want to do some design on my car and he showed up and this was before they have all the fancy stuff that's out now. And For it sure. was a little little tricky trying to get it on. Um, but it was a, a learning curve and figured it out and put it on. And at that point, I was like, you know what? These 
these car people out here are just as important and more important than some of these, uh, you know, making fun, fantastic luncheon signs and things for conferences <laughs> for and sure. things like that. And, yeah. you know, being a car person and in the car world, it was an easy way to go. And, uh, you know, again, you get to meet all kinds of different people yeah, um, and on all different walks of life and different stories and, you know, play with their cars. For sure. I mean, most everybody that I know has a car. Like I thought everybody. of a few other like odd jobs you probably wouldn't think of that they do if you do own a business. So, um, yeah, they did our decals, but they also did um, the decal that goes on the outside of the business, like the window. Um, and so it's got that like mesh type like material. Um, mm-hmm. And so they did that on our old studio and our new studio or our new gym. Um, I hate to call it the studio because it's twenty five hundred square feet. Yeah, that's right. It's um, a gym now. Okay. Yeah, it's a gym. So in our new gym now, and then also. Um, you know, if you have a business in a plaza where, you know, there has a big sign of what's in the plaza, um, they also did our little sign there as well. Um, it was just simple. It has just our name on there, but to be able to go to just one stop, to be able to do a lot of the stuff that we needed for our business made things a lot easier during that whole process of building out and moving because that can be so stressful. And then they also just recently added when we did the um, the decal in the gym of the, the brick, we did above our um, our business where that the where results we stand. Form. Yeah, the the sign above it. So you know you see the door, but then you see above it. So that way people, because you know whenever we say one one two Pierce Christie Drive, people get confused um, going around the bend on which one that is. So it just kind of makes you know everything a lot more clear for for the customers and the clients. Yeah, um, what was that made out of? Do you know? Like uh, I, think I know you did it, or one of you guys. It, did was, it. it was acrylic. Acrylic. Acrylic signs. That's what I was trying. Yeah, to Yeah, it's out. pretty big. I don't know. That <laughs> one's like probably like five feet. Something like that. Um, wow. It's definitely cool that the decal on it is like really dope. I don't know if it's like printed on there or if that is wrapped. That was just a decal I think we put onto the yeah. acrylic. That way it lights up. Yeah. Because that sign did light up, I think, right? That one doesn't light up. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's just like a, just a big flat sign basically with our logo on it. Mm-hmm. But it is definitely cool. Uh, it looks really professional too. Um, I have another question for you. Why? Let's see. What is the hardest part about being a business owner? In your opinion, because there's a lot to it. <laughs> wow. Um, I guess the biggest thing is, you know, uh, it, it's hard with employees. It's hard with customers. Yeah. It's when, when do you have to be the boss? When do you have to stand up for yourself? When yeah. do you, you know, um, when do you have to, you know, unfortunately tell your customer bad news? When do you have to tell your employee bad news? Like, when, sure. you know, th- those types of things I've, I feel like are the hardest yeah. things to deal with. Um, you know, it's great when everything is just flowing and moving and yeah, for sure. you get easy customers, you get employees that do what they're supposed to do yeah. and everything is going. But then when the shit hits the fan, yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't That's matter. That's the hardest part. And again, and it's it's a customer or it's a, it's a employee and yeah. you've, you know, and, and how you have to handle each situation and make it all work correctly and make everybody happy, you know, sure. to, and, and also protect yourself and protect your other employees or other customers and that kind of deal. Definitely. Yeah. I think, and it's interesting you brought this up just because I think as you start off small, <clears throat> And you grow. These are things you don't think about when you're small. And then yeah. you just, you know, like you said, it's just ebbing. It's flowing. And you're just like, you know, continuing to expand. Your team's growing. You're like, this is awesome. And then you have that first issue. And you're like, 
all right, so yes, I want you to be able to laugh with me and have fun with me, and I'm going more on the employee level right now, but I also need you to understand that, you know, it, I need you to respect me, and I need you to respect yeah. your other teammates, and that this doesn't work unless you do what is expected of you, and at the same time, I can still be, you know, laugh with you and have fun, but you still need to know where the boundary lies, and I think that's that can be very hard as an entrepreneur, you know, that never ran a team. You know, yeah, and then yeah, you sure. do, and then you're like, whoa, now what? Oh, I mean, being sure. a leader is tough. You have to uh, make big decisions that other people don't want to make. That's why they're not leaders. Um, I mean, you have to fire people. You have to make hire people's hiring, hiring, hiring people. You have to make big money decisions. You have to make a lot of decisions that a lot of employees don't think of, uh, you know, just back end shit, like all the stuff that you buy, all the things that go into basically just keeping the lights on in the building. Oh, yeah. And, I feel like a lot of employees, and even myself when I was an employee, I never thought of that. Yep. No. And you take full advantage of everything in the building. Well, you know, the thing is, too, is like <clears throat> the little things that you think when you're an employee versus when you become the boss. And then you look back on like when you had previous jobs and you're like, oh, man, I was an ass. Yep. I don't think I really realized like how important like being 10 minutes late was. Like – and how frustrating that is to, you know, be a multiple offender of that. And I'm just giving an example. Like, you know, I know like when I was younger, we, and we're talking, let's even talk like 16, 17, the very first jobs you have. Like, again, you think it's like one minute, two minutes late is not that bad. Then it becomes a, you know, pattern. And then no, two minutes late is no longer five, a big deal. 10, now it's five. 15. Now it's 10. Ah, I'm taking a day off, you, but all right. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, and it's like, you realize that you're like, whoa! I I finally understand what it feels like to be on the you know receiving end of that, and um, you know how do you have to handle that, and you know how you have to you know give direction on like, hey, you know I need this correct this behavior corrected, um, you know this is a problem and it's yep. been a problem, and those hard decisions can be hard because, you know, you, again you create a relationship with your employee, and you know you have to put boundaries down. And then, yeah. you know, then it's like, okay, is there weird tension? Do they, do they not see me as something they can laugh with or joke with? Yep. Now I'm, I mean, mommy, now I mean daddy. And you, and like <laughs> you, it seems like you work on the floor with you guys like we do. Um, you know, we're at in the trenches every day with them. So yes. yeah. when there is a situation like that, it does get a little awkward, but it is what it is. It's business, you know? Of and course. That's how I look at it. So no, it's one of those things. It's, it's super hard because it's like, let's, let's just be honest and cut and dry. Obviously, we all want to come in here and we want to make money. And, right, right. Of course. You know, it doesn't matter what business you go to. You're going to that business because you're, you're, you need their services Because it's something. a mutual benefiting relationship. What, yeah, what, whatever it might be. Right. And the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, let's concentrate on getting done what we need to get done. Yeah. And then, oh, wow, we got an hour left in the day? Yeah. Okay. Now let's go play grab ass. Now we can dick around. Yeah. Now now's the time to go like the stupid jokes and like yeah. and and get unfocused and let your guard down and relax for, for a sure. little while and, and go have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. And they're two do totally different industries where, like, you know, in our industry, it's like there is really no downtime unless you have an in-between time between clients, right? So everybody's yeah. with a client. So it's, you know, that's two where, like, the industries are different um, where, like, w when you guys are done with work, you know, and you have a little bit of downtime, you can do that stuff. Um, it's hard. It, you know, we never thought we would have a team, um, you know, one trainer started, turn into another, turn into another, turn into another. Yep. Um, and that's stuff that we have to deal with, too, and it's hard. Um, because then you come home and it's hard to turn it off. Exactly. And yeah. I mean, I'm not sure because I don't think I've ever asked this question. Um, do you and your partner work together? 
Does no. she work? No, okay. Oh, so, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's like when we get home and then one of us is talking about work-related stuff and it's like, okay, I need to disconnect. Like, I need to not talk about this <laughs> yeah. for 30 minutes, please, yeah. you know? No, yeah. Yeah. no that, that, luckily that's one thing because that won't, that won't happen on, on our side. So it's, yeah. it's the, okay, what'd you do today? What'd you do today? And, and it's that, this sucked blah, 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 yeah. whatever. You just get it out and we're done and then move on to the next yeah, day. Yeah, because you guys are separate. Like, it's separate. So, yeah. like, when we go home, it's still, like, the yes. same. It's like, oh, we're coming home to this. Great. Another problem that we both are dealing with. But you're this. you're still also connected yeah. because of this. Oh, for sure. And, never you, and you never, well, you just got an email. You just got a, yeah. a text message, you know, whether it's, you know, I need a I need a training or how come t- today's meeting was complete garbage like yeah. what happened you were supposed to have my back to you know hey uh, it's one o'clock in the morning and you get a text about a, a three dollar sticker yeah like come on there's <laughs> like it's the, yeah. yeah you know what I started doing actually and I told Justin to start doing this too I just recently started putting my phone in the kitchen and leaving it there once we enter the bedroom. Because then and I'll put my alarm on for what time I have to get up, you know, with my schedule. And I'm sure you go in the same time, but we go in different times. Because then I'm not tempted to look at it. Yeah. For one, it stops online shopping. For two, it stops mindless mindlessness in the meta. <laughs> Oh, and God. and TikTok. And so I'm like, you know, actually using brain cells and like I'm engaged. Like I love to watch history documentaries. So I'm actually like engaged in what I'm watching, not yeah. scrolling and, you know, seeing every other second. Um, but then I'm not having to deal with any text messages, emails yeah. until the morning yep. because you need that, that disconnect. Like it, it's so hard because otherwise your brain's just firing, firing, firing. And then you just get to a point where you're just drained and you feel like you're going to lose it and you lose your tone or your temper with like an employee because you've just built up built up it's all built up and you're overwhelmed and then you've just you've hit that exploding point and not in a good way at all and you just you lose it yeah yeah Yeah, being an owner is not easy but um so another question for you would be i have a bunch written down uh what advice would you have for a new business owner like just starting out like what would you be like a solid piece of advice for someone that's afraid to start but wants to start uh, probably the biggest things is, is, uh, setting up some goals on what you're trying to shoot for and actually, you know, determine what direction you're trying to go. Um, yeah. and obviously in, you know, three to five years, those goals can change and they can oh, reposition, yeah. you know, uh, I know a lot of like automotive shops and, and other friends that, you know, they keep it strictly small. And then yeah. there's other guys that now have huge, massive buildings and, you know, machines to fabricate custom parts and, yeah. You know, it's just how how far down a rabbit hole do you want to tumble? And, sure. You know, figuring out which direction to go with it, and what so you can concentrate on that. Yeah. Um, and then also, the other side of that is you know not spreading yourself so thin that you sl- you know slack off in other areas, or you can't provide the customer service, or you can't keep up with uh, you know with the work that you have and those kinds of things. And you know, knowing when you need to delegate things or yeah. you know. I'm really glad you brought this up. And funny enough, like right as we were just talking, I had an employee call, calling for a sale. I'm like, dude, we're in the podcast. Anyways, uh, Ali, you know this. Um, so I'm Sorry, really glad. Bra- though, baby. That's what <laughs> I like to see. I'm really glad you brought that up because it's something that I think that you, again, don't think about till you're in it. 
Like, especially if you never thought you were going to get there, you know, and like, we're in that part where like, we're like, so now what? And you almost get like addicted to the chaos. Like you love it. You're like, oh my God, now, like I can't even read anymore because it's just like, that takes so much concentration. Not that my attention span is gone. It's just like, I'm so used to like multitasking and, you know, doing a million things at once that now it's just like, okay, you feel this need to move forward, move forward. So I think that's a great piece of advice because you really, I think, need to take the time to think about, do you want this to go big? Do you want it to be small? Are you okay with being small? And can you accept that being a small business and then just thriving in other areas of your life? Or do you want your whole life to be, you know, work oriented until you get us to a certain level and then pull back? But it's it's so hard because I feel like once you start to see success like that and then you make one move up, then you're like, I need to make an there's like a pressure inside of yourself to continue yeah. to move up. Oh, for sure. And, yeah. you, and also to your not even just business, but it's your your personal life outside of your business. What are you looking to do for that? Do you, do you want, are you having kids? Are you married? Are you single? Do you, you know, how that would dictate, you know, well, I want to be a part of my child's life. So I'm making sure I'm out at, at this time every day. You know, I'm making sure I'm here every day to take care of a sick person or whatever. And will that allow you to be able to do what you want to do? It's not just focusing on your your business side, it's also your everything else that's outside of there. It's a massive you, balance. I don't think we ever asked you, do you have kids? No. Okay. So, I mean, and that's, an, I'm, again, really glad you're bringing these points up and that somebody else is, that we're interviewing is talking about the things that we think about every day. And I think a big part of that is like, you know, you started off yourself and built like we did. Um, but that's something we think about is like, uh, where do you fit a baby in that? Yeah. You know, and what would that look like? And, you know, I don't want my kid or kids, if you decide to have more than one for us, it'd be two max. <laughs> I don't even know how that would work. Um, but, you know, I don't want my kids to think that mommy and daddy never come home and have traditions or memories. And mommy and daddy are always at work. And when they're coming home, they're talking about work. Um, and so it's like I'm trying to learn how to disconnect from that now so I can actually have a clear enough mind, have clarity enough to think about where that might fit. But it's hard because, like you hard. said, you have to figure out how you want your actual life outside of work to go as well. And not a lot of people think about that. We didn't either. You just yeah. went right into it. And I think if we really thought about that going into this, it might be easier to think about, okay, and I guess easier to think about and accept where you're at and where you want to be. Mm-hmm. If you think about that beforehand, so great piece of advice because otherwise you're, you're, you know, you're stuck in an emotional moment where you're like, I love the success. I love the chaos. And now what? I want to move forward. I want to move forward. But another part of you is like, I'm tired. Yeah. I think that's why setting goals is important though. And resetting them too. Like once you hit them or even if you don't hit them to always have a reset, uh, there's a quote and it goes, um, if you don't know where you're going in life, any path will take you there. So like without an actual goal and a, like a specific time frame, like you're just going to be on a path to basically nowhere yeah. um, and just kind of keep meandering around and, and wondering why. Circling back around to probably things that you yeah. were at exactly. years ago. Or- and then you try to blame other shit mm-hmm. and really it's you're not setting So goals. I got a great question <laughs> for you because, you know, you and your partner are not working the business together. Um, how does she deal with the your stress outside of here? Um, is that something that she has a complaint about, like, oh, you're always stressed outside of work or, oh, you're always tired? Or have you gotten to a point where you kind of, like, phase out of that? Uh, it's that's kind of weird. I think at the end of the day, I mean, she she has her stresses at home uh, yeah. with or at work. She works from home. Um, but, you know, you have your same drama, your same work 
BS yeah. that's going yeah. on. And, you know, just like I do, you do, um, you know, and it's more of a, okay, come home. And, and it's, and the question now isn't, it's really not even like, how was your day? It's more like, cool. What, what do you want to rant about for a minute to just yeah. unwind? Because again, you, you know, you're at work, you can't say certain things because either a customer's around or an employee's <laughs> around and then they hear something or they don't hear the whole thing yeah. or they yeah. hear parts of for something sure. and then they're yeah. like, wait a minute. And then whisper and gossip and obviously the more employees the more people are around the more right. that can go but and drama fest you know you get home <laughs> and it's just cool you, you unwind for a minute or you know i kind of have a, a peaceful place to just go sit in my backyard on a swing and yeah. either i'll sit by like myself it. or she'll sit back there or you know and it's just a it's a giant woosah time and yeah. you just un you just, un, sure. unwind and let it all go and and you know what does your day look like? Like, when do you start? When do you leave? Get anywhere between seven, seven thirty. Um, if I'm lucky, I'll leave at five. Yeah. But that never happens, and I'm usually out by five thirty to seven. Yeah. And That's then, a long day. Yeah. And then still taking emails and shit at home and stuff like that, obviously. Yeah, when, every now and when then. When needed. Yep. Um, yeah. Which is crazy. I now, mean, that's you, kind of like our schedule, too. Have you gotten to a point where somebody's running the social media for you or are you running your own social media? Because that itself is a is a job. Like, I don't think people understand, like, who watch our social media and stuff. Like, they just think it's all fun and games or, you know, uh, yep. friends or employees or clients think that, like, you just have all the time in the world. And it's like, for me to just keep the Instagram page going, it takes a lot out of me. I have to keep very content up you know and sometimes like i try to post once a week or every other week and it usually ends up being like every other week but i keep the stories consistent because i know people love those stories and yes. they watch those the three to five second clips but man it's a job and justin yeah. had to pick up the facebook because i just can't manage a couple more than one platform and then you know you got all these different platforms and as a business owner you're trying to evolve 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 and it becomes almost defeating in a way because you're just like, I can't keep up. It doesn't end. It never ends. It, and especially with the social media aspect. And then you want to go take it further, you know, even if you're running a free Yelp page, if yeah. you're running, you know, you got your Google set up, you uh, you have multiple email accounts that people so are hitting much. you from, um, you know, or multiple levels of where people can get in contact you with. And, you know, once it reaches a certain level, it's, you know, to me, I found it was just easier to pay someone yeah. who could do that as well as, yeah. you know, wear Outsource a couple other job. hats. Yeah. And, you know, and that side of the things, it made things easier. So they're making videos, they're yeah. um, creating content and TikTok and whatever. And For sure. um, Google pages always got something going on, knowing when to run ads and what posts are doing. And oh, yeah. the fact that person is also very well into it going, hey, this week alone, we've gotten whatever. Yeah. So they can put their focus on what they're good at and you can focus on what exactly. you're good at. So you're outsourcing like something you might not be that great at. You can do great, but someone can do it better and it's only going to make you more money in the long run. That too. So that's kind of like where we're sitting at. We're almost at the point where we're probably going to hire someone soon. Um, I like making videos and I like doing the content, but it is a lot of extra work on top of like all the back it is. end shit But then I'm like do. sitting here thinking like, what does that look like? Do I take all the videos and then I send them to that person or they're going to have to be with me all day long? Like, I mean, what does that look like? Because the stories that I put up are usually like, you know, just random stuff, boomerangs and selfies and clients and this and that. It's just like... 
you know, trying to figure out, again, if you do hire somebody to do this and wear a few different hats, like what hats they're going to wear and yep. how, yeah. as a business owner, can you profit um, out of that, you know, and they got to be wearing enough hats where it makes sense when you pay them, you know what I mean? So it's just like, it's difficult. You're making all these decisions to keep up with these different platforms, and sometimes I wish it was just one platform. Because it's a lot. Although I love that we can yes get and no. marketing I think, from different platforms. It I think is one platform would be beneficial, but also you have a lot of opportunity to hit different platforms. So it's all free marketing in a sense. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just it is overwhelming. But it's definitely cool that we have all this shit because back in the day, you had radio, TV, and word of mouth pretty much. And that Full was book. it. And the phone book. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the legendary yellow pages, pages that right. do not, I don't know, do they exist? Does anyone still get those? Questions? Anybody? I don't think so. No? Yes. Yeah? Yo, okay. we got, what's up? Wow, they still waste money on that. <laughs> <laughs> just like everything else. It's funny because when I had this talk with my dad about like, uh, you know, just all these different like platforms, he was like, I remember like we used to get so stressed out. He's like, everything will work out. And he's like, you just need to remember this and, you know, keep the faith when you start your business. Because there'd be times where like, so my dad had a, a chimney cleaning business yep. with my mom and they actually owned a business together when I was younger. Um, and he turned our basement into a call center for my mom. <laughs> Stuck her away in hey, the basement. Amazon started Anyways, in the garage. We started so, in the garage. Right. Started in the so he's just like, we would pay like sometimes like, I forget, I want to say it was like 10 grand, right? I could be, you know, over exaggerating here for like yellow page ads. And he was like, and then I'd be worried. I'm like, how am I going to pay the yellow page ad, make the money back from that and, yep. you know, rent and this and that. And then he'd say, and then the last week, boom, we get like 10 jobs and I'd be making, you know, 20 grand that month and it'd be fine. Um, or 30 grand and it'd be fine. Right. Um, but you know, it, you, one of those things is with the business, you just always have to just try to stuff that little worry in the back of your head. And I think that's another thing too, for me, a piece of advice for those who are trying to start out, like if you are a worrier, this may not be for you. Somebody who's a worry yeah, worker. It's not works. for everyone. That's for um, sure. But that doesn't mean that people who have anxiety and worry can't do this. It just means you have to really have a strong partner that will help distract you. Sure. And you have to be able to, like, separate that and kind of shove it to that back file. Like, everything will be okay. Yeah. Because if I don't keep chucking forward, it won't be. Yeah, don't ever quit would be a good piece of advice. Um, and if you really, like, want it, you will do it. And when you fail, because you will fail, you have to keep going forward and getting up or else you will Fail. You have to fail. You have to fail. You have to run into a wall. You have to, I was having a conversation sure. with someone the other day and it's like, if, if your life is so comfortable, so perfect, so this, so that there's something else that's wrong somewhere else yeah. that yeah. You're, you're missing 100%. completely. And if you're not, if you're not having a headache or an, an issue or a problem with something somewhere, like it, it's it's bound to happen at some point. So yeah, because then you get people or friends or family that are judging you that are like, you know, you don't have any work life balance. It's like, Okay, you have the comfort balance, okay? You don't know. <laughs> if it wasn't this, it'd be something else. And, yeah. like, I kind of hate when people do that. Like, they portray that everything's perfect. Like, nope, nothing's perfect. And I've had clients, you know, ask uh, things, like, about, like, oh, you know, how do you guys do it? How do you guys keep up your relationship? How is it so perfect? And I'm like, listen, whew, it's nowhere near perfect, right? You know, we're just normal human beings and we have arguments too. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's about friendship and keeping that companionship and that communication. Um, but also, again, the disconnect. And I think that for people out there that are wanting to start a business, that disconnect is just so important. You're hearing it from me. You're hearing it from Justin. You're hearing it from the other Justin. Like, you need to have a woosah place yeah. um, where you can go and kind of just decompress um, and really just, again, put that stuff for the day in that back 
back, file of the head until the following day, you know, and just remind yourself kind of like, like work, right? Like, okay, as if you were at somebody else's job, I got to clock out now. I got to clock this out of my yeah. head till yep. tomorrow. Yeah, it's hard. if God forbid the, guy, the boss calls you when you're at home, you're going to throw a fit. My boss called and me the funny off thing hours. Is, I'm not the, When the employees <laughs> or even like the clients, like like if you ask them, like I'm serious, I'm going to put this question out there and it's, it's a really honest truth. Would you like to get hit up at 12 o'clock at night? Would you like your boss to hit you up at 1 o'clock at night or in the morning? Like, <laughs> no. So, I mean, it, we don't like to get those text messages either, you know, and sometimes I think people forget when you're a small business owner and you're not a corporation um, and you do give them access to be able to contact you in multiple different platforms or your cell phone number yeah. or just, you know, I mean, your business line. And then they, you know, before you know it, you're getting emails at one and you're like, what went through your head when you did this? <laughs> Well, what made you think this was appropriate? And the, and the same side to that too is is the fact now I can get on my phone and I can order a case of beer right here, right now. Yeah. I can get on Amazon and you know something's gonna you know it'll appear. Everybody instantly. wants instant, and it's, yeah. and it's yeah. that's the other part that's really hurting everything. And then you know the other side of it too is and, and now is there there are shortages with certain things yeah. and it's hard to get get certain things, but you know people walk into your business and go, "What do you mean that's hard to get?" Well. Don't you just told me two days ago you had a shortage with something at your business? Yeah, for we're, sure. We're in the same boat. Like, yeah, right. I'm sure you guys are dealing with that a lot. Like, like you know, yeah. luckily we have all of our equipment that we need. So yeah. like, we're a service industry where you're actually providing a product, and it's probably a pain in the ass. Yeah. So that's well, I'm, I'm also sure for you guys, you know, wiping down your equipment. Oh, oh my yeah. God. When alcohol and things yeah. like that were hard to well, come by, was to spraying around gold in the gym. Yeah, yeah. you can ask him. Nuts. The whole garage was filled. But um, <laughs> I think the whole point of this conversation, and again, I think it was a really great conversation because it talked about the hard truths behind owning a business, that it's not all fun and games. Do we all love what we do here in agreement? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. We sure. all love what we do. I think that's the main and, factor, though, right. that will keep you and going. And we're not saying don't start a business. We're just saying, hey, really think about where you want your life to be once you do, you know, and learn how to disconnect, learn how to lose on now because that's going to be very important um, in how you reset and how you, you know, deal with high stress, high pressure situations. So, you know, thank you, Justin, for coming on today with us. Um, if you need any wraps, uh, you want to make your house look cool, you, you know, you have a business that you're trying to start and you want to just go to one stop shop um redline design wrap guys your car, wrap your bike. Go. thank you guys yeah throw yeah. out the phone number bro what's the phone number over there man what you know uh 813-315-8403 there we go uh, give them a call give guys give them a call guys and where you can find us as always as on instagram abs fitness underscore brandon florida on facebook abs fitness llc justin tell them the tiktok and the tiktok YouTube. is uh abs fitness tampa tell- a13, something yeah. like that, something like that. I don't okay. know. And YouTube is uh, Abs Fitness Film House. <laughs> Guys, make sure you check us out. We are online training once again, and we have a Black Friday sale going on. Please hit us up if you're interested, yep. and we will see you next week. Peace out.